Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Wednesday, Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. I'm Woodsy, that's Paul Rindo, the executive producer. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor as well. This is the Wednesday theme song of Ben and Woods, Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, better living through chemistry, is that right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, they are playing here at Viejas on December 15th, and I will be in attendance. And I was looking at some set lists, and that song is on there. So you'll get, Tier 1s will get a video of your boy, <laughs> Probably losing his mind uh, when they play that song live. I'm really, really excited. My guess about it. is there's going to be a lot of tier ones in the audience. Probably. Who Probably. go nuts yeah. when they hear it. And I mean, Queens of the Stone Age are going to go, we don't usually get that kind of reaction for this out of this, this particular song. I mean, but. is it too much to ask for Josh Homme to say, hey, I hear that, uh, you know, Ben and Woods use this to open their show with? Have you met him? Uh, I have. You have met him. He's the guy that. Um, they were playing in L.A., and I went up there to see them, and I went to a restaurant before, and they were having dinner. The whole band, crew, in this, like, secret room. So I walk in, being shown to my table, and I went, <gasps> So I told you that it was one of the coolest or dorkiest things I've ever done, but I sent over a bottle of champagne to the table, like, 
because I knew who they were, and I told them. I've always wanted to do that too. You always see it in the movies. They send that to young lady a drink. Tell her it's from me, right? <laughs> well, that's creepy. That's very creepy. I've never done that move either. But I sent over a bottle of champagne, and then I just ate my dinner and I waited. All of a sudden, a couple guys walk over to the table. It's Josh Homme, the lead singer, uh, and it's Jack White from the White Stripes. I did oh. not know Jack White was there. He, he, I did not see at the table. I just thought it was the band. He was there hanging out with them. And you recognized him. It oh, wasn't like... the minute he walked, I was like, <gasps> and Josh was really nice, but also had a, go, a show to do and was like, hey, man, thank, thank you very much. Shook his hand. And then Jack was like the nicest dude I've ever met with the softest, biggest hands that you'll ever see in your life, <laughs> uh, ever. And he was so kind. And I was like, did he caress you? He did not. But he, <laughs> he gripped my hand in such a way that it swallowed my hand. But his hands were so soft like does the, he play the guitar yes he plays no, guitar the piano. players usually have yes. calluses <laughs> Bro, all over the place no, that's that's his strumming hand okay you know so but he was so kind uh and and so yeah that was a that was one of the highlights of my radio career certainly is is uh and then i went to the show and they, they come out and they start with this really really uh up-tempo banger of a song and i look to my right and it's Juliette Lewis there, and she's right next to me, jumping up and down, freaking out. Went down to grab a beer, and I ran into Badger from Breaking Bad and had <laughs> drinks with him and his wife. Went outside to uh, smoke, and I saw Dexter, the guy that played Dexter, sitting Anthony out on the— Michael Hall. No. No. It's close, I think. Michael Hall. Michael C. Hall. C. Hall. On the phone. Anthony Michael Hall was Brat Packer. Correct. He was on the phone. I'm like, good Lord, man. The, the stars were out uh, in Hollywood that night. So. I am. Um, I think I would vote maybe for the new year. New year, new Ben and Woods. I would change that to our everyday theme song. I would too. No offense to the Stones. We can't do it this week. We're giving away Stones tickets. Fair. we got uh, another pair to give away in the second half of the show here. Stay tuned for your chance to win coming up. But if you ask me, I get more fired up when I hear the Wednesday open. It was like our playoff. Of the it was Age. our playoff uh, run yeah. you know, from obviously a couple of years ago. Didn't, didn't get to play it during the playoffs this year because we didn't make the playoffs, as you know. Uh, but no, I get really, really pumped. I have a bunch. I have like nine new intro ideas for the next year. So Paulie's like, great. Can't wait to Super- spend my time <laughs> off during the holiday break. Paulie, I need you to do this one too. This one is only if we win by two runs. So play that one for next year. <laughs> we should do a topic wheel of open. Topic wheel of open. What are we playing today? <laughs> Here on uh, on Ben and Wood. So but. you're facing the other way, but above you is the television. We have uh, MLB Network tuned as we usually do in the morning. Is and this Juan Soto news? Because no, I've got Juan no, Soto. No, no, this news. is a bit that I think you would enjoy. Okay. So they had a graphic up a minute or two ago. Uh, Matt Vaskersian's hosting in studio, and they put up the graphic and they said we have had 16 hot stove shows so far. So. 16 shows, presumably, since the end of the World Series. You know, they're on Monday to Friday every morning with their hot stove show now that the offseason is underway. And they had a graphic tracking how many shows each of the hosts and contributors have missed so far on vacation. Harold Reynolds leading with 10. He has missed 10 of the 16 16. hot stove shows. Matt Vaskersian, meanwhile, has missed the fewest. Only three of the 16 (laughs) 
hot show, hot stove shows. I think Lauren Shahadi had missed six of the shows. And wow. They, they're keeping track, and I know that seemed like right up Woods Alley. Like, oh, if he could have a graphic to show how many times Ben has been on I vacation this year, I think. over the course of the year, we could just keep a running tally, and Paulie's going to like put it up on the YouTube <laughs> stream next year in 2024. I uh, I don't like that bit, because I think I would beat I you this year. I think you might actually have I, more. I want to see that graphic this year. Vacation Woods uh, has been a thing this year. Got it, uh, a little bit of an update, I guess, if you want to you know, put your put your belief into this uh, tweet that just came out. Talks between Yankees and Padres about a Juan Soto trade have progressed to the point of exchanging names on players. Per Andy Martino uh, from SNY, what, San- what hold on. were the talks before? Hold on. <laughs> Uh, philosophies. <laughs> yeah. What are you looking for? Well, no, it's true. Probably right. What do you What are you guys looking for? Well, you know, we need pitching. Well, yeah. Okay, we'll trade okay. you a pitcher. And, what are, a and pitcher. the Yankees are lefty, like, righty, starter, reliever. And we are interested in in Juan Soto. It's, so yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's I mean, off the board. That name probably already came up at some point <laughs> in the early preliminary Juan so, Soto trade discussion. That's my favorite nothing burger <laughs> of just nothing. that we've had over the last month about Juan Soto. This is the the other part though. Is uh, San Diego's initial ask was very high, and the teams are not close to an agreement. So it has progressed to the point of exchanging names on players. But San Diego's initial ask was very high, as it should be, and as it needs to stay. You cannot, you are in no, you know, as far as we know, no dire situation. I, to I think to you've trade mentioned him. this before, but if you're a GM and you've got a pretty desirable commodity that as you're is. talking about trading, and like your first ask, you go, all right, let's see, we like this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy. And the instant, like the other GM instantly goes, yes, we'll do that. You're going, oh, God. Oh, Can I? No, never mind. Never, uh... Take it back. I needed to ask for more. That's not enough. You have to way over ask in the beginning. Has, has it ever happened, I wonder, where a, trade, a guy calls and goes, all right, we're going to give you so-and-so and so-and-so for so-and-so. Done. Yes, yeah, sounds good. I would be instantly wary. Like, you well, have, why did you, you almost, say yes right away? You almost have to do the, ooh, uh, I don't know. That's gonna, let me, hang on. Give me like 10 <laughs> minutes, I'll call you back. Like the money ball scene. It's the best scene in the movie yeah. by far. And Makes your head spin. Save me safe, sir. Save me safe, sir. <laughs> well, I got the Mets on the other line. They're interested in Benefro. You can't even, the dialogue itself, like, you couldn't even memorize that line. He was going to say part. something else. Not when you get the answer you want, what? hang up. Hang up the phone. <laughs> I need you to stock our vending machines, too. Um, yeah, well, so guys I. guys paying for soda? I do wonder. Uh, I do wonder. I mean, that's literally, guys, the only team that continuously is brought up. Now, I think it's brought up by Yankee fans, and I think it's brought up by New York media. I, are they will, trying to will this to happen? Obviously, Brian Cashman needs to make a splash. Brian Cashman needs Juan Soto, but Brian Cashman should have to pay through the nose to get him, even though he is a one-year rental. Now, from the Padres' perspective, while, yes, you've got a very valuable commodity and you need to hold out for a, a, a big asking price, you don't have the only commodity out there. There are other ways to make a splash if you're the Yankees without trading for Juan Soto. You can sign Shohei Otani. You can sign Yamamoto. Yeah. There are other splash. You could trade for Corbin Burns. There are Alex Bregman apparently is on yeah. the, bro- the block I mean, right there's now. A, there's a lot of splash potential in the hot stove league. So you're, are you saying that you can't necessarily overplay your hand? Right. I feel like Juan Soto, though, is four aces. I feel like that is not a hand you can really over... You have I to say... 100%. You have to say, this is who I want. If you can't give me these guys, don't call me back. 
I think if you're A.J. Preller, your advantage is you know there are tons of teams that would take Juan Soto at the right price. Correct. Yeah, even for a year. You know, there's no, there's very few teams that are completely uninterested in Juan Soto, like the Royals. Well, we can't pay him the $33 million in arbitration. But there's plenty of teams who would happily pay for one year of Juan Soto at the right price. Now, you'll get to the point where there are GMs that go, I don't know if we can give up that much for one year of Juan Soto. That's a lot of our top prospects. That's a lot of our pitching. I can't do that. But everyone really starts that conversation, right, with A.J. Preller? Yeah. Well, what... What are you looking for, AJ? Yeah, we'd like Juan Soto batting third for us all year or second for us all season. What What are you looking for, AJ? I mean that that's an easy conversation to start with twenty nine other general managers in baseball. Yeah, no question. And and the names that you keep seeing thrown around, Michael King, uh, controllable pitcher. I Jason Dominguez keeps getting brought up. Do they would would they even consider moving Jason Dominguez? The Martian made his debut last year. Good debut, got hurt, uh, but is again they're one of their I thought centerpieces of the future. There's no guarantee they re-sign Soto. I mean, it's if any team's going to do it, Yankees, Dodgers are the first that come to mind. Like, bro, whatever you want, well, we have it. We'll give it to you. I mean, so, Old Woods would have said, prospect, prospect's a prospect. Yeah. And Juan Soto's Juan Soto. Even one year of Juan Soto. Don't Do hug on to your prospects. Yeah. You know, go for it now. you got a chance to have Cashman's been know, hugging legitimate these- top five player in baseball that can be in our lineup for at least one year, and maybe we re-sign him. Yeah. And, and, and who have, knows? Have a good it, chance, actually, probably. You feel pretty good about that if you're them. But, like, Cashman's been hugging prospects. They just haven't been any good. You know, that's the thing, too, is, like, what are you going to get with, again, Michael King? And and I I just don't know how much it moves the needle for me. But, look, if they're over a barrel and they end up having to do it, please get the most you can back for him. Not that I want him gone. I do not. But uh, A.J. Preller, I do feel like Ben Soto... While there are other splashes, certainly, I don't know that there's a bigger splash than him. We talked about it yesterday. We we talked about it yesterday that the the power position for AJ is truly the ability to keep Juan Soto. That 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 is ultimately going to determine what he's going to get. Competition between the other teams is great. You know, hey, we gotta outbid the Mets, we gotta outbid um, you know, the Red Sox or any other team that's interested in Juan Soto. But the ultimate trump card for AJ is if you don't meet my price, I can always say no Correct. and keep Juan Soto. So, you know, he's got to, whether it's a bluff or whether it's real, he's got to continue to play that card. Got to. And go, I am under no pressure to trade Juan Soto. Even though, am, you may, even though he may be. You know, yeah, even though I he mean, may you know, be. We all, I mean... And I'm sure that other teams are fueling the narrative from a lot of the national media members. Padres are in financial straits. Look at that loan. I mean, you don't think that that helps other teams drive down the price a little bit on one soda? Like, I think AJ needs to trade him. So we we can put a little squeeze pressure back and go, hey, we'll walk away from the table now, AJ. And what are you going to do about it? And if AJ can't truly say, we're just going to keep Juan Soto then... You know that's the bluff. And if AJ calls back and goes, "All right, well, okay, let's let's talk about it again," you're lo- they'll you know lose. you got you got him. You have to trade him, don't you? You do have to trade him. Now all of a sudden that offer is no longer on the table. Let's you know. So this is poker. This is the poker element of the off season of being a general manager. You got to show a. Get a. You got to act like you got a powerful hand that you're holding. You've got the cards. 
even if you don't have the cards, you got to make sure the other guys think he's got three aces in there. He's got, you know, he's got a full house. So I've got to beat that if I'm going to come and play at this this table with this guy, even though you've only got eight high. It's got to feel uh, it's got to feel like a massive fleece. You know, it just does. It's got to feel like, oh, my God, I cannot believe they got him, him, him and him. And again, Paulie made the point a week or so ago, you know, you, you can't really judge it. Till ten years down the road, but immediately you don't you you're not you're not going to see the return that you like in twenty twenty four. I don't think um, that would be. I don't think that package un- exists. That'd be unprecedented, almost. I mean, it probably exists, but it would be so far fetched to get it. You know, you've, the teams that want to acquire a Juan Soto are contenders. Yeah, and they don't want to give up. They're not going to give away. The, there are pieces a two, that are three help them starter. And, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we had the discussion discussion yesterday about the Seattle Mariners, and they have lots of pitching depth. Would they be willing to part with a top level guy like Logan Gilbert because they have enough depth? Going, our lineup is so much better with Juan Soto, and we can still put together a really good staff, even without an ace type like Logan Gilbert, that we could offer that and separate ourselves. From other teams that can't offer pitching the way we can offer pitching, I don't know. because you're also competing against the other team. If you're trying to acquire Juan Soto, it's not just meeting AJ's demand, but it's also offering more than, than other the teams Mets are and offering. The Cubs did, yeah. You know that can always drive up the price too on no Juan Soto. No question. All right, we're going to take a time out. We'll come back. Uh, it's Ben and Woods. Don't go anywhere. Eno Saris is going to join us here at the bottom of the hour. Still going to give away some Rolling Stones tickets as well. All ahead here on San Diego's number one sports station. Traffic right now on 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sitting here uh, patiently waiting. I did not know that uh, Spotify Wrapped was going to be sent out today. It's not even December yet. And I I think I'm the last person in America to actually get his because I have not gotten mine yet. You know how Paulie on SDSU Rankings Day or like when the Masters is on, he's gone. He's he's here in in body, (laughs) but he's not here in spirit. You're con- you're looking. You want the rankings. You want to beat refreshing. Yeah, refreshing. Refreshing. You, you want to beat people to the the Essex are not ranked. You know you, that's like your that's like your thing. It's oh, like your passion. I do enjoy it. Yeah. You do. Yeah. And like when the Masters is on, it's just constant updates. Sure. Of, oh, Will Zalatoris just birdied and like our next guest just got his Spotify rap and posted it on Twitter. Eno, you're kidding. Yeah, just put it up there. What is happening? You still don't have yours. I don't have mine. Is there a? Did you not pay the, uh, the premium pay, fee oh. to get the early Spotify? Who are you rap? talking to? Who are you talking to? You would pay so much to get it early. I would. Have you tried closing out Spotify? Cl- reopening, reopening it. Maybe it. Maybe it needs uh, an update. Got Grateful Dead at, at number four. Oh, it's the Such least least surprising thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Sublime at number three. Hot Chip at number two. Hot Chip's good band. And. Foles at number Foles one. Foles is really good band. Yeah, man, I'm so I'm now. Here's the other thing. I really enjoy every year seeing your people are like. I don't know if I should post this. I'm such a dork. Give it to me. I want to see it. I want to see maybe I can learn something about some of the bands that you like. I've uh, loved seeing um, Tier Ones posting that their number one Spotify <laughs> for the year is the Ben and Woods show. It made which is my awesome. It's how I found out that they were doing it today. Um, so I, I was, I'm excited, but I, I'm excited, but I also want to be at the party. Everyone's at the party, but I'm not there. You guys get yours. I have not seen mine. Where does it come in an email or does, does it, it come in is, open Spotify? Am I missing a tab, Paulie? Give it to me or something. I, mine is nonsensical though, because I, oh, my 2023 wrapped is you here. You son of a bitch. Really? Mine is completely nonsensical because I use Spotify to come up with take on oh, questions. It. Oh, he's got oh, it. Oh my God. Oh, yes. All right, we got to go to break. It's four minutes early, but I... <laughs> you guys talk amongst yourselves. You don't want to just read it live on the air? 2023 was a feast for your ears. You listened to 81 genres. I'm fast-forwarding. This year, your listening took you places. I don't know what that means. You played 3,911 songs, but you had room in your heart for more than one favorite. How many genres did you listen to? Like, what did it say? 89, 91? <laughs> I listened to three. <laughs> Golf podcasts, sports, basketball. I listened for 61,000 minutes. That's 42 days nonstop. I listened to 1,064 artists, but one came out on top. Band of Horses. Wow, weird. Um, Yeah, very good. Mine mine never really changed. Deftones, Queens of the Stone Age, Afghan Wigs. Mine never changes. Oh, Ben and Woods is in there. I listened for 106 minutes. My own show. That's, mine is humiliating. That's like an hour and a half of our show. Yeah, that's right. All right, give it to me. My yeah. top song, it said, 
Which is actually one of my favorites. Sultans of Swing by Dire Straits. You know how many times I've played it? Two. (laughs) (laughs) I just got a short in my head. The only song song I listen to more more than than once this year on Spotify. (laughs) I am... That's I'm speechless with that news. The only song you've listened to more than once. <laughs> and it was twice <laughs> over the year. And it was twice. On Spotify. And it was dire straits. Holy crap, dude. My top wow. artist though, Depeche Mode. Look at you. Or Depeche Mode Depeche as Tony Quinn Jr. called. <laughs> One of my favorite drops of all time. <laughs> Who else? Uh let's see. Um that's still going through the can I swipe through? Swipe through. Holy crap, dude. Sultans of Swing, two times. This is number one played song. That is one of the funniest things I have ever heard in my entire I do love that song. Not I mean, enough, clearly. Two times. I love it twice. Twice. God, that's good. That is brilliant. <laughs> Everything else you listen to one time. You're like, well, why would I need to listen uh, to it again? I heard, I heard it. it. Oh. All my three genres. Rock, pop, and podcaster. Three genres. Dude, you are such a gem. That is, it's almost impossible. It really is. Like, it's it's almost impossible to not listen to the same song twice in a year. Or more than one song twice. You're incredible. (laughs) Like, it's it's an incredible. And and when did that song come out? Uh, Yeah, 77. 77. Something like that. You are, you're unbelievable. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for uh Elisa says, Ben, I love you, but I'm convinced you may be a robot. <laughs> Carlos says Ben is an alien. Yes, it's just the weirdest thing. Like, you, do you use Apple Music? No. 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 I do listen to uh I you, listen to the radio a lot. I like the radio. You know, I work in radio, so still think it's a good medium to listen to music on and you just don't know what's coming on next it's it's a surprise unbelievable that is so flipping good that is i'm like oh okay so you do have a favorite song yeah 50 percent more two to one it's brilliant brilliant dude all right let's uh we got eno's playlist too he's also got some uh off-season thoughts uh, I, I, it's always good, a little one-off conversation with the Athletics' Eno Saris. Not his usual smart baseball segment, but we'll catch up with Eno on what's been going on with him and uh, setting the stage for what could be a big week next week at the winter meetings. Two that is songs? Coming two, up next two songs! Two songs! San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fam. Spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Pausing the Spotify rap discussions for just a couple of moments here. Or maybe not. Or we can continue them because I know our next guest just posted his. Uh, We're going to have Eno Saris from The Athletic join us to talk a little off-season baseball. We will get to that right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Before we welcome on Eno, just a reminder, we've got our biggest fan contest coming up at 9.15. A chance to win a night in the Odyssey Suite next season with friends, family, and all of 97.3 The Fan's hosts. Biggest contest, the biggest fan contest is presented by the San Diego Seals. Tickets are on sale now at sealslax.com. And with that, let's go out and chat with Eno Saris, our friend from The Athletic, and apparently grateful deadhead, according to his <laughs> Spotify rap from 2023. Good morning, Eno. Hey, Foles is number one. Foles <laughs> kicks apparently, ass. Apparently, I listen to music like people in Burlington, Vermont, which, having lived in the Northeast, it checks out. <laughs> it, really, a lot of marijuana bands in there, Eno. That's fine. We don't need to. It's fine. The craft beer style. I get it. I get it. How you doing, man? How's the, uh, how's the off-season been for you? As slow as it has been for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just waiting for the big uh, deals to come down and, I was a little surprised that some of the mid-level deals went in first, but I guess uh, Sonny Gray's deal does not depend on what happens with Blake Snell or Aaron Nola or Shohei Otani. So uh, some of those mid-level deals, they just, you know, if you're going to get one and 12 like Lance Lynn, you don't, you don't need to wait around. Yeah, that's, no, that's fair enough. And, and I wanted to ask you, though, about um, the center fielder from Korea, the uh, Jung Ho, how do I say it? Jung Ho Lee? Is that right? Mm, I think so. Is that right? Okay. The uh, he plays in the KBO. Yeah, Jung Ho Lee. Um, very similar. You used to uh, what Hassan Kim did uh, over in the KBO. Is he a, a name that you're hearing rumored that the Padres are interested in? Is it just a uh, a guy that you see as a fit? Uh, give us your kind of walkthrough on him. Yeah, he's pretty interesting because um, you know he definitely has less power than Haseon Kim. That was what the, the batted ball data, I got the batted ball data from uh, from the from the KBO, from his healthy season, because he hurt his ankle last year. And and so he has less power than Kim, and that's, that's a little worrisome because I looked and there were only five above average regulars uh, that, uh, that had less power than Kim last year. Um, so, you know, that's a little bit worrisome, but um, I think the best comp is um, a, a player on the Cardinals, um, Donovan. 
What's his last name? Uh, gosh. What? Yeah, I'm blanking he's, he's too. That. What? He's he's like the the tweener. Like he's kind of like a infielder. Oh man, where is it? Um, I can't come up. With Brendan Donovan. Um, Brendan Donovan. Yep. Yeah. So Brendan Donovan, he's like the outfield version of Brendan Donovan. He's going to make a lot of contact. He's not going to hit a bunch of homers. He might hit for a good average. Might get on base. Um, he's not going to be the best center fielder, uh, but he'd be a good defensive corner outfielder. And um, I think the the hope is that because there's some risk of you know the ankle injury and translating from KBO that he might uh, come over for less money. So I don't think that he's a good fit for the Padres as currently uh, put together, but I do think he might be a good fit for the Padres post Juan Soto trade. Yeah. We'll get to that. Uh, Eno Saris is with us. I want to start with what the Padres need the most, though, and that is pitching, and probably more on the affordable level pitching, not on the – Aaron Nola, Blake Snell level contract pitching right now. And we've seen a few deals already, most of them from the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, you know, coming through with, you know, a 10 or $11 million deal, Kyle Gibson, um, and Lance Lynn signing for that much. And then we saw Kenta Maeda go to the Twins for 22, uh, what was it? 224. And I'm just kind of wondering, what does that mean for guys like Seth Lugo and Michael Waka? Michael Waka, in particular, who the Padres declined a two-year, thirty-two million dollar option at sixteen million per year. Was that a mistake, given the way the market is shaping up? Would that have ended up being a bargain for Michael Waka had they picked up that two-year option? Uh, we'll see. I do think that Waka might be a step above. Um, like Lance Lynn, who was like one in twelve, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, and and yet Kenta Maeda for two and twenty-four. Um, it's it'll be borderline, and I I think the I think the big different the big thing for the the Padres is just where they are. They need to get a bigger bargain than that. Like it might have been, um, a good deal when it comes to. Uh, what the market will do this year, but they're going to, they're going to want to try and beat the market somehow this year. You know what I mean? Um, and so they're going to want to get the first Michael Walker deal, not that option uh, with somebody else. So um, they're going to go shopping in the uh, Alex Wood, Hunjin Ryu, uh, Martin Perez, Wade Miley bin. Um, and see if they can't, uh, you know, get the same sort of action that they did last year in a similar bin. Yeah, I mean, Ruben Niebla is going to have his work cut out for him uh, pretty much regardless, <laughs> <laughs> you know, next season. And, and I saw somebody make the point the other day that, that you know, and they said it, and I, I've been thinking about it a lot. They said, look, a, a mid-level arms in San Diego, if the offense does what it's capable of doing, and even if Juan Soto goes, right? You still have some pretty talented offensive players, um, none of which had a absolutely monster year uh, last year. If the offense does what it's supposed to, you you could possibly get by, you know, in the division. You could possibly get by to the break, the trade deadline. Well, I made the point, if the Padres had an entirely one-point higher ERA, yeah. they would have only lost like seven more games last year. Right. If they had scored one more run, they would have won a ton more games last year because of the way, you know, their 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 run oh, distribution ended up. Yeah, exactly, yeah. what the offense will do. 
Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a, a big thing is getting the offense uh, sorted. And that's, you know, that's going to be difficult. If you trade Soto, I mean, it's just – it's much better with him in there. You know, the reported wiggle room of, uh, you know, 11 to $15 million um, is going to make things difficult. Uh, but let's say Matt Waldron is your five, you yeah. know, and then – you know, for for numbers six through ten, you're going to depend on those young arms that are getting close to the top of the of the system. And that's there's other teams that do similar things, um, and and you just have you have the minor league pitcher of the year, uh, you know, coming up. So you you depend on the young guys for six through ten. Um, then that means you only need you only need two pitchers, and maybe for eleven million dollars you can do it. Um, there's this Japanese kid, Uusawa. I shouldn't say kid. He's probably 31, I think. Um, but um, Uusawa has a, a really interesting fastball that uh, would have spin and, and ride in the top 5% of the league. It only goes 90, you know, 90, 91. Um, but he's been working at driveline. He's really interested in coming over. He could end up moving to the pen if uh, some of those young guys come up and, and, and it wouldn't cost that much. You know, a guy like Alex Wood won't cost that much. And um, maybe you could add a, a third arm uh, for that $15 million, uh, if you went and got, like, Wade Miley on a, on a one and seven or something. Um, I, I actually think that you might be able to get all three of those names uh, for $11 million. And then you could – or 12 or 15. They could keep Soto. Interesting, you know? man. Uh, yeah. And so – Go ahead. It's not like it's not like how you dream it up. <laughs> no, no, not not at all. Not not uh, even in the slightest. Yeah. Uh, but talking to Eno Saris from the Athletic, the, your your sense on the Juan Soto deal? The only, you know, it's, it, New York media and 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 Ken Rosenthal and John Heyman every day. I mean, it's like he will be moved. He will be moved. So we're obviously you know in a bit of panic mode, trying to brace ourselves for that tweet. You know that feels imminent at this point. Give me your best guess percentage wise on on if he's moved uh, in the next few weeks here, you know? Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of noise, uh, but you never know. Um, the way that sourcing happens and rumor season happens, you're slave to who you're talking to. Yeah. And, and, and ends up being a lot of managing interests. And um, understanding that these people are going to give you information because they want to shape the market yes. or they want to pry Soto loose. You know what I mean? Like you, like people are making offers all the time and listening to them and considering them and, and, and considering, okay, if we move Soto, does that bring in the pitching we need? And then can we go back out on the market and get half of Soto for you know a third of the price or you know what i mean yeah so like can can we like move our chips around and so like i think there's it's virtually guaranteed yes it's like i don't think it's 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 impossible that the padres are not talking about juan soda right you know what i mean like yeah, no question that's just impossible but adding that qualifier of a trade is likely that could come from somebody on the other side who's saying shh I'd like to have Soto on my team, and they're willing to do it right now. We're talking about Michael King and and Oswaldo Peraza. Yeah, yeah, done deal. We'll do that yeah. in a second, you know. So let me float this idea that a, a trade is imminent, uh, so that you know the fan base starts talking about 
ooh, do we want Oswald Peraza and Michael King? Yeah, like, that would be exciting. Whatever, like, you know, whatever. Like, I don't know if anybody's saying some... that here, though. I don't know if anyone's excited about Michael King and Oswaldo Peraza. I know I, I for one, am not. <laughs> if you put him next to Juan Soto, I'm not. I'm not excited about it. I'm sorry. I know, I know I'd be calling uh, the, the White Sox, uh, you know, for Dylan Cease if I was a team that wanted pitching uh, because I don't think that the trade for Aaron Bummer was terrible, but it does suggest to me that they're willing to take quantity over quality. Um, and if that's the case, uh, I would love to ply, pry Dylan Cease loose. Uh, no question. Them. I don't know that it, it, it solves uh, the situation for, uh, for the uh, Padres because what did Dylan Cease make last year? He's got he's under control for like three more years though, isn't he? Of of decent. He is, but he's already in arbitration. So he made five point seven last year. That's nothing. Uh, he'd probably make like ten million this year. I mean, Done. that would yeah. be so amazing. Um, and then you just say, uh, okay, Waldron's our four, <laughs> and Avila's our Morahan, five, and and Morahan, Morahan yeah. and all these other people. And then hopefully and later in the season, five. some of the young guys like Snelling, you know, start. You know, getting to the point where you may be able to bring them up. We're talking Eno Saris from the Athletic. Eno, I have a a Soto question coming from a different angle, and I don't I don't know if you've ever run these numbers, but one thing that AJ Preller has said, both you know, an argument to keep Juan Soto and to drive up his trade value. It's not just Juan Soto; it's Juan Soto in a contract drive season. Is there any numbers to support the notion that guys play better in the year before free agency? Blake Snell. I mean, there's anecdotal evidence for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, here's the only thing I've seen in the research, and it's actually super relevant to Blake Snell. Uh, players before their contract year play more. Just more games. So, like they yeah. they refuse to be injured more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, Blake Snell, 180 innings. You know. Uh, you know, one of like I think it's second second most in his career. Um, you're, you're coming off a season where uh, where Juan Soto had 708 uh, plate appearances, 162 games. He, he like said to Bob so, Melvin, "I want to play every I'm single playing game every day." So yeah, got to drive that value. So I don't, I don't, I don't know that he's going to be you know much better just because it's a contract drive. I mean, because just think about it as a player, like just wanting to play better. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily do it for you. Or they'd all be phenomenal every single year. Exactly, That's a good yeah. point. So, no, that's a good point. But, but wanting to be on the field more uh, is something that might be in your control. You know, who will be, uh, in your opinion, the biggest surprise uh, player dealt? I've, I've seen some rumors lately, like Alex Bregman's on the block, potentially. They're listening on him, which blows me away. i I, I got to be honest with you. It blows that... That shocks me. I don't know what they have coming up through their saw system. Saw a column that said Logan Gilbert could be Which dangled by the Mariners. That's nuts. There's four for a, years A player like Soto or someone like that. That's, I don't know. That's nuts to me. Do you think there'll be any shocks like that? Like an Alex Bregman could really get moved from the Houston Astros? Yeah. I mean, I think that the team that most like, that mostly does these surprises is the Rays, where they, you know, they trade Willie Adamas all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, so here's one for you, maybe like Randy or Rosarena. Uh, I would like him. Here's one that much. nobody's talking about, but he made four million last year. He's gonna make ten million next year. Uh, like he, like somebody might give you ransom, like you know, might give you a lot for him. 
And that's uh, something that the Rays have done in the past. Now, I don't, I'm not, I'm not predicting that it's likely, but uh, that would, that I think that would be a surprise to everybody, you know. And it's not something that you're hearing rumored. Um, and they're a team that does something like that. The Orioles seem set up to surprise us this way, um, in that they have people, they have like young stars at every position and they're actually sort of too deep in places. So could Cedric Mullins be traded? Now I'm not saying that these are sourced rumors. These are, these are, I'm just trying to answer your question of like, what would be a surprise? You're looking at depth charts and areas where, well, that, that was the Mariners argument that they have so much pitching that they actually could offer top pitching and still have a deep rotation. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, they have, they have extra infielders, uh, with Jackson Holiday coming up in Baltimore, so uh, it's not as big of a name, but Jordan Westberg, um, you know, came up. You know, they they could trade some of their young bats uh, for young pitching uh, or just team control pitching. Uh, maybe they're the Dylan Cease destination. So, um, you know, I, I think that uh, you know, there's there might be something like that uh, in the in the works because. Um, yes, the pitching market is there's ro- it's robust, but in terms of like plus stuff, guys, um, you know we've just seen Sonny Gray go. Uh, he had the second best stuff among pitchers uh, that was available, and uh, Blake Snell has the best. And uh, then you're kind of shopping in, you know, Seth Lugo, uh, Michael Lorenzen, Marcus Stroman. They're the next guys that have above average stuff and they just barely have above average stuff by my metric. So, um, you know, going and getting Dylan Cease is, is probably the best option other than Blake Snell right now. Awesome. Man. Framing the off season market a little bit with Eno Saris from the athletic. Great stuff. Eno, as always, uh, enjoy more of your Spotify playlist and, uh, we'll talk to you again, uh, maybe after the winter meetings at some point. Are you guys going to be at the winter meeting? No, Sammy. No, we're, set, we're sending. Yeah, Sammy's going to be a proxy there. there that will actually do some work there. Yeah, and not just get <laughs> drunk on Broadway. So, yeah. Well, I'll give you guys a call from the winter meeting. All right, good. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Eno Saris from the Athletic. Oh, that's great. He's going to be there. I didn't know if he was going or not, but we saw him last year. So why wouldn't he yeah, be there? Remember, he jogged over. He had to sprint over. No, that was so funny. And he didn't and know he, he was sat on the down. Air. He didn't know he was on the <sighs> air. And then yes. finally, we wrap. He goes, "Oh, am I been on this whole time?" We're just like, so how you been, man? He's like, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. good. Thought we were like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, let's break. do this, dude. Yeah, no, we're on the air. This is it. It was the last four it's minutes like of our show. You know? <laughs> he like forgot his bag yeah. at his hotel. He was staying late, further it's in the so gas far lamp, and to, he just like get to everywhere. booked it. God, that was funny. Oh, that was hilarious. Okay, we've got one hour left. We got Biggest Fan. We got Rolling Stones tickets. We've got the Rindle Report, including. A pretty big bombshell out of the NBA yesterday involving so. Mark Cuban. All coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.